Welcome back to the Look Up Collective podcast. Wynn and Elizabeth here today. We are so excited to talk to you about a topic that so many of you are loving chatting about with us on Instagram, and that is back to school rhythms. You are listening to the Look Up Collective podcast, a podcast where we help you thrive in your home and business. We're your coaches, Chris, Elizabeth, and Wynn. And if you are looking for simple, actionable, encouraging conversations to help you be rooted in what matters so you can look up and serve others, you are in the right place. Let's dive in. Elizabeth, how do you feel when I say back to school rhythms? We're talking about back to school. Yeah. I think it's just a, a range of emotions, right? I think for, for most moms, it's a range of emotions of like excitement, but also like, Ooh, am I ready yet? And I got all the things to do. Like sometimes it can create the thought can create some overwhelm, right? Because you're yeah. just like, oh, there's so much to do. So that thought, of course, is going to create some overwhelm for sure. So lots of emotions, but also just really excited too. Really excited. I can't believe that summer, we say this every season. It's like, I can't believe that summer's almost over. I can't believe how is it already July? But it is because time just moves on. And I think instead of feeling, oh my gosh, I'm so sad. I can't believe it. I've been like, how can I make this transition to the next season fun? Like it doesn't have to be scary and overwhelming, but in order for it not to be scary and overwhelming, we have to do the work. Now, let me just say, I, I think that we've all been this mom at one point in our motherhood career or not, that has been at Target. Imagine this, it's 10, 11 PM, the night before school starts. We're like, oh my gosh, I forgot to get a lunchbox or this one school supply. And we're at the store at 11 PM. Like, have you been there? And then sadly, when you get there and you're like, there's nothing left because it's all picked over because the school supplies have been out since the beginning of July. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a fun feeling, really. It's not a fun feeling. It it's like brings up those feelings, like you were saying, of like overwhelm and anxiety and stress and like panic almost. Yes. Because it, it raises your cortisol levels because you, when you're super stressed and mm -hmm. we're like subjecting our body to have that major adrenaline rush with trying to get it all done last minute. I have been the mom so many times staying up way past midnight, making all the things and like all the little gifts. And the first day of school, I'm like literally dead tired. You can see all the bags under my eyes. And we honestly, sometimes we hold this like banner over ourselves as moms. Yeah. Like we play that victim or the martyr that this is the way it has to be. I know for me, but it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to have that midnight crash course, we can actually do some things to lessen the overwhelm and to eliminate a lot of that um, and not have to literally crash our adrenals, um, you know, the night before. Yeah, that's such a good point. As moms, how we do play the martyr so much and wave this. It's just like when we say, I'm just so busy. I'm so busy. It's like this kind of pride that we have. But I want us to think about if being so last minute 
and being in that scenario at Target or staying up late the night before, if that isn't working for you anymore, then it is totally possible to operate in a new way. Yeah. And lean into the feeling like if you ever have gotten something done early, you know what that feels like. You are so proud of yourself. You feel like this sense of peace and you're not rushing. I remember, gosh, it was probably five or six years ago because I've always been, my natural tendency is to be a procrastinator. And I remember getting done like Valentine's really early that year. And I just remember like how proud I was of myself. I was like, oh my gosh, this feels amazing. I felt so energetic and excited about Valentine's instead of dreading it. It was like, so often holidays were so daunting because I was trying to just scurry (laughs) and like (laughs) end. And yes, I can be resourceful. That's one of my strengths. I can pull it all together. But at what cost? (laughs) At what cost? And when you know what it feels like to choose a different way, to have to feel it differently in your body, oh, wow, this is possible to do all the things that I'm going to get done anyways. But if I do it just a little bit earlier, maybe even just bite-sized pieces, Mm -hmm. it can feel completely different. It can be a whole different experience. Yeah. I thought about when you said that you can be resourceful. You can get it done. Okay. Just because we can do something doesn't always mean we should. And what we open our brains up to another way and think, wow, what could I actually do now to make school starting easier? And we like to call that the magic question, asking ourselves, just becoming aware. So if you're listening and you're like, okay, I have kids that are starting school. I always feel like I'm coming in at the last minute because I don't have time to plan and prepare and I'm just overwhelmed getting it done at the last second. If that is you, then we really want to encourage you. Like a great place to start is just asking yourself, okay, what can I do now to make school starting easier? And what values you have around starting school and what you do, like we all have different things that are important to us, right? Like my girls wear uniforms. And so my back to school shopping is for uniforms. But if they didn't wear uniforms, I might be picking out their first day of school outfit. So for some people that really matters. For some people, it doesn't. I personally love, it's a tradition of mine to take a picture of them in our front yard on the first day of school with a sign. And for so many years, I was like, oh man, I forgot to print out the sign. And I was just trying to do it last minute. And then I always was disappointed in myself of, man, I really want to do that, but I didn't do it how I wanted to. So now let me tell you what, Elizabeth Servan, I already got myself on Etsy and printed off for $2. It was like all my kids' grades for $2 and one PDF. I already printed it out. I had my six-year-old help me cut it out. The sign for the first day of school is already ready, mid-July. And that feels, like you were saying earlier, that feels like such a relief. It feel I feel yes, like a sigh of relief. That is what I was looking for. It's just so much less stress. And I love the point that you made too, that matters to you. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening right now and the first day, I think first day pictures in the sense of just one picture, no matter if you have a sign or what that matters to most moms. Okay. All of us like at least the picture, but for yeah. some The banner, the little flag doesn't matter. And so you should never feel like less than or like that you should do that because other people do it. But if it does matter to you, 
Like I'm the person I had to really get to the point where I was like, oh my gosh, this matters to me on some of these things. So I can make it happen because this matters to me. I don't want to live in regret. Oh, I should have done this. Not because other people were doing it, but because right. this was important to me. And so that was that we're talking about figuring out what your ideal first day or starting back at the end of the day, you're just like, oh my gosh, I love today. I love how it felt. I love how I showed up for my family. I loved how I just, who I was today, thinking mm-hmm. through that and deciding ahead of time who you want to be when it comes to school starting and how you want to show up for your kids and your family. And so leaning into what matters to you, to that you, is so important. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would say too, in order to get to that place for yourself, get out a piece of paper or open up the notes app in your phone and just start. We like to call this a brain dive. Like just take everything that you're thinking. Maybe it doesn't end up on your final back to school rhythm list, but everything you could think of that might matter to you, just write it down, pay attention. Some of you moms listening are seasoned moms and you're like, oh, I know exactly what needs to happen. I've just never actually written it down. And so therefore it lives in my head the last month of summer. And I'm just, we talk about this all the time and we'll go. We spend so much mental energy thinking about what we have to do. We're afraid that we're going to forget it. That is the power of creating this kind of framework of a back to school rhythm. This is not just like something you do this year. Ideally, like this is what I do. I have a note in my phone, back to school rhythm. I love doing the little check boxes so I can check them off. And I started this rhythm a couple of years ago. And every year I just evaluate what is on there that doesn't need to be on there. What do I want to add to it? So I'm not starting over year after year. Does that make sense? The more you do it, the longer you do it, the easier it gets. But if you've never done it, you have to start somewhere. So start making a list of things that you're like, okay, what needs to happen in order for my kids to go to school or start homeschool or whatever it is your first day and everyone feel prepared, peaceful, excited, and ready. I love that. I actually talked to one of my clients this week about just the feeling of like, but I want to savor summer. I want be present in summer. I don't want to think about school yet, or we're already thinking about it, but we're not moving towards it. Like we want to be present, but then our mind is constantly bombarded with what's to come. Like we're already thinking about it. So if we're already thinking, what if we just put it on paper and stop just keeping it in our heads and it's just spinning and just running amok up there and just breaking it down, reverse engineer. Like you just Put it on paper. Okay, this is what all the things that I need to do. Okay, or the list in your notes. And then you work backwards from there. How can I take 30 minutes daily and do just one to two things towards that list? And then over the next couple of weeks, it all just gets done seamlessly without a lot of stress, without the raised cortisol levels. It's just one step at a time. And if only, if you're only doing 30 minutes, oh my gosh, you have all this other time in your day to still savor summer and you're freeing up the brain space because Mm -hmm. that's what we love to do is that when we know there's a point at time, that's what creates the overwhelm. First, our thoughts, but if there's not a plan, because it's the fear of the unknown, 
that's what creates the overwhelm. So if there's not a plan, it's just staying in our heads. But when we know, okay, this is when I planned to do that 30 minutes, I don't have to think about it until that appointed time that I've already pre-decided I'm going to work on that today for 30 minutes. I don't have to think about it because I know when I'm going to do it. So that's super helpful to just create that rhythm of even just 30 minutes for the next couple of weeks to prepare for the coming year. I was at coffee with some friends this morning and I was telling them about this whole concept and idea and what we're doing this week. And one of them was like, oh, you inspired me so much. I already got on Walmart and I ordered the kids school supplies and I'm going to pick them up. And like, we high five. Like she was like, oh, so good to have that one thing off your list. So I really think that once you start doing one thing, like it, it snowballs the momentum of, wow, okay, now what else can I do? Lean into how you feel, how that makes you feel. Cause yeah. that is going to, like you said, builds that momentum. I'm like, Ooh, I like how it feels to be prepared. I like how it feels to not feel scattered and all over the place because Mm -hmm. that is a choice. We get to choose it. I feel a lot of moms will say, I don't really have time, but really what we're trying to help you see is that you effectively like waste time. We know because we do it. We've done it. Instead of just doing it, taking one step, doing one thing and for sure writing it down. So, you know, yes, it's like when you're like, oh, I got to do the dishes. I got to do the dishes and you play in your mind doing the dishes over and over again. When it would have just taken five minutes to do the dishes. Yes. And we think about doing the dishes for like, it could be like an hour all put together and throughout the day when it really does only take five minutes. So these things, that's what our brain loves to do. It loves to keep us stuck and safe in just the same space. And Mm -hmm. so it says, oh, if I just keep you spinning, you won't have to do anything. And it makes it look so much bigger than it actually is. Mm -hmm. And when we do it, we're like, oh my gosh, that actually wasn't that hard. My brain was just telling me it was. And we get to choose to tell our brain what to think. And so we can say, oh my gosh, this isn't that hard. This can be fun. This can be easier. It doesn't have to be as hard as I'm making it. And even asking your brain those questions like, how can this be fun? How can this be easy? How can this be lighter? And our brains will go to work for us looking for that. We find what we're looking for every single time. Okay. Do you think it'd be fun to share some examples from our own personal back to school rhythm list? Yes. I was just about to say, tell me more. Tell me more about wins list because wins always got the awesome list. <laughs> Actually a friend sent me her list today and I was like, Oh yeah. Some of those things I did already in the summer. And so I, I wouldn't have even thought to put them on a back to school rhythm list. Like maybe you haven't even cleaned out your kid's backpack from the end of school. So mm-hmm. that would be a great place to start. Yeah. Okay. So some of the things that I love to do, I have things that I love to do around my home because I want my home to be a peaceful place, a tidy home an organized home. I want to know what I have. We're making lunches and we're doing homework and there's so many systems that go with the home. And so I always love to, for example, clean out my pantry and just have a restock of everybody's favorite snacks so that when the kids get up from school, like it's there and the snacks are there. So that is a part of my back to school rhythm is cleaning out the pantry it's, and kind of to go along with the pantry and the lunches. I usually print off little lunchbox notes that I will tape in their lunchboxes. And so this summer I found 
sometimes things that we don't work for us anymore, things we've done for a long time don't work for us anymore. And we need to think about evaluating. Right. So I have a couple of lunchbox things. Like I got these cute little heart shaped and round shaped sandwich cutters and they were always just being thrown in the cabinet. And so I got a little bin from Target where I can put the lunchbox notes and the sandwich cutters in one place and kept them by the lunchboxes. Yeah. Like just saying that makes me feel just too like in my body. And that's not even me. I don't even make lunches every day, but that feeling of knowing exactly where it is, where you can grab it so easily. It's like, I am the person have for the longest time that would just be fumbling through drawers and like last minute trying to write a note because I did write notes, but it was always in a scurry. <laughs> and yes, so I just feel that in my body, how different that would feel like having that prepared ahead of time. And it's all about making it fun because we all have chores and things that aren't our favorite that are non-preferred activities and making lunches is a non-preferred activity for me. But the lunchbox notes and the fun heart-shaped sandwich things make it more fun for me. Okay, so a couple of other things. I already talked about the first day of school science and how I really like doing that. But I love to love on our teachers throughout the Mm -hmm. year. That's really important to me because our teachers pour out so much of themselves and I want to get to know them. And I want to, you, Elizabeth, you do this so well. When someone's coming to your house to visit, you're like, what's your favorite snack? What do you like for breakfast? What are you Mm -hmm. drinking your coffee? It's that kind of thing that I do at the beginning of the year with teachers. What's your favorite Sonic drink? What's your favorite snack to have during the day? What's your coffee order? What's your favorite restaurant in town? And I make a little Google form. It's seriously so genius because my kids are homeschooled, but when they went to school, I was always sending gifts, but I did not have that Google form. It just takes the guesswork out. It, it's pre-deciding ahead of time. They get to pre-decide for you and then you know exactly what they like. And what? And then instead of looking through a million things when you're at Sonic in the drive-thru trying to order your teacher a drink on Teacher Appreciation Day, you're like, oh, I already asked them that and I already saved it. And I know when it is. It's like there's so much power in pre-deciding, even deciding. I decided that I'm just going to do because we don't know who our kids' teachers are until like right before. So there's not much space for a personalized or really personal gift to celebrate the beginning of school. So I just did a $10 Starbucks gift card. I'm like, who does not like a coffee gift card? Printed off a cute little thing from Pinterest. Tape, I already went to, I got the Starbucks gift card. Last time I was at Target, I was already there. I'm like, might as well get them and just get it done. So again, just what are the things that matter to you? There's a lot of, of course, the kids' school stuff, like making sure they have shoes that fit and uniforms that fit and lunch boxes that aren't totally trashed out and... We have gotten really into the past two years getting new water bottle labels with the kids' names on them. Me and the girls have a lot of fun getting on Etsy and finding the perfect label for their name for their water bottle. Just little things, but it makes it so much fun. And if you're on the side of homeschooling, this is a great time to be thinking about, okay, what curriculum? What do I want to teach my kids this year? I do a lot of, especially my oldest is going into high school, which is just like literally blowing my mind. And so I'm reverse engineering in the sense of like, when she is graduating, like all my kids, what do I want them to have learned in our home? Academically, life skills, all of it. So then I can reverse engineer of, okay, this is what we want to focus on this year. 
And so then I can break it down into semesters and things like that. But that just starts with me thinking about it and writing it down and creating a plan and not just at the end worrying about it. I did what I wanted to do. Right. So that's just, again, clarifying what matters to you in your family. That helps us give us so much perspective and allows our brain to, to really go to work, to think for us. It, it's so fun. And once you get into the rhythm of the things that you do, you can add things on. Maybe this year, it's really simple. You want to get your kid's haircut. You want to make sure they have tennis shoes that fit them. You got their backpack ready and that's where you are. Okay. And then maybe the next year you add something else on. I actually started, I added this year on, I already went on the, which I usually do this like after school's already started, but I already went on the calendar and put in all the major school holidays, teacher conferences, all the high school football games, like just things in our calendar. So I can already see. And it's just, oh my gosh, it feels so good. Not that we have this huge plan of what we're doing on those days, but I know what days they don't have school. And that feels so good and exciting. Truly. I'm like, wow, when this is incredible. I can't imagine how you feel <laughs> because you've gotten so much done already. And, and you're about to go on a trip and yeah. you talked about this because you are feeling a little overwhelmed with, oh my gosh, yeah. I only have 10 days at home and then we're going to be gone. And we talked about the re reverse engineering and look at you, what you did. Like in those, it's not even the 10 days yet, right? Like when do you guys leave? But the whole point was that you wanted to be able to be present on your trip. And because you yeah. did all this work ahead of time, you're going to be able to enjoy that trip to the fullest, not with this like dread and daunting cloud hovering over you of all these things to get all done when you get home. Yeah, it's done. And that's the whole reason that I've already done it all. It's because yes. I want to be so present and enjoy the last couple of weeks of summer, knowing that when we get home. It's time to go to school and not, and that isn't a place of dread. That's we're ready. We're prepared. Yes. It's yes. going to be great. Like we're excited. And it's, it, it is In the beginning of school year. There are, especially if we have multiple kids, we've got multiple events on multiple days in a row, right before school starts. And I could look at that as, uh, but I'm like, wow, that's going to be so fun. There's mm -hmm. so much to celebrate and we can't wait. We're going to be so rested after our trip and it's going to be time to go. And I even want to speak to the mom who may be in denial that it's starting because I definitely would have been in that boat of, oh, I just want to keep staying where I'm at and not think about it yet, even though it would, I would have the thoughts, but I would be like, oh, I'll just deal with that when it comes. But if we embrace and acknowledge that it's going to come, regardless if we're prepared or not, we get to decide how we want to show up for it. We get to decide how we experience it. One of my favorite thoughts is I 100% take responsibility for my experience. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have to be the victim. I don't have to be the martyr. I can show up how I want to show up. And I don't have to be a hot mess express because that yeah. is a story I told myself for so long. I'm just a hot mess. I'm just a hot mess. I just spoke that over myself and waved that banner of stress. And I'm a hot mess express over my motherhood. And it, you just have to ask yourself, is that serving you? Is mm. Was that serving me? No, mm -hmm. that story made me feel like not the mom I want it to be. So it's just deciding like, how do you want to feel? Like, how do you want to feel about yourself as a mother? Because you are intrinsically valuable. 
whether you do these things or not. Your value does not change, but we do get to decide how we want to show up. And when we decide how we're going to think about it, it really informs and creates how we're going to feel about this season. That is upon us. And the beauty is just like we I talked about with my client is that they can coexist. You can savor summer, the rest of the summer, and prepare for the next season ahead. It doesn't have to be an either or, all or nothing. Our brains want to tell us it's all or nothing, but it can be a both and. We can do both and do it exactly how we want to. So good. Like, I cannot wait to hear what you guys think about this after you listen to this episode. We love connecting with you. We love chatting with you. Feel free to message us on Instagram. And I just want to say, this is the beginning. Mm -hmm. As I've been chatting with people, I'm like, what do you think about rhythms? And they're already getting into what it's going to be like once school has started, but we're not there yet. Where we are right now is getting ready for school to start. And then there's, if you're resonating with this and you're like, wow, this would really change the game for me. This is literally just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much more where all this came from. So if you are interested in going deeper, maybe you want more accountability, you're looking for community and coaching around this topic and many more Then the rhythms that stick community is a space for you. This is where we really go deep on how to get rhythms that stick. So not just creating the rhythms, but helping them actually stick in your life. Also ongoing coaching to help your specific situation. You also get support from your coaches and other women who are doing the very same thing as you. The biggest thing that we want for you is to get the feeling. I know we've talked Mm -hmm. about feelings a lot on here, but the feelings (laughs) that rhythms provide the feeling of a peaceful home, of connected relationships and cleared up brain space. Doesn't that sound incredible? We're not here to convince you or sell you. We're here to just help you decide so that you can make an informed decision to decide if you want a completely different feeling in your mind, body, home, and relationships over the next few months, specifically right now before school or If you are fine with the way things are currently going and feeling, like how are they working for you right now? So literally for the price of going to Chick-fil-A, a fast food restaurant out with your family, you can literally have a completely different feeling in your mind, body, spirit, and home. You really have nothing to lose. And we would just, it would just be such a complete honor to get to walk alongside of you and help you create these rhythms that stick. So go to the link in the show notes to learn more about how you can join us today. Keep looking for the good. It's always there. 